Set together in Christ Ministries. I am your host, Marsha Nay Sullivan, and I would like to say again thank you for tuning in this morning to listen to another segment of this podcast. We have something really great to share with you. We're still reading Bible stories from the Bible as a means to encourage your faith and inspire you in the Lord that you would grow closer with Him and desire what He has for your life. And so yesterday, if you listened to the podcast, um, we talked about the rich young ruler. And today, I think uh, in parallel to that, I wanted to talk about, point out a story that was kind of similar to that, where we talk about Lazarus and the rich man. And uh, in yesterday's segment, we talked about how the rich young ruler wanted to know how to inherit eternal life. Well, in this story that we're going to touch bases on today in the book of Luke, chapter 16, 19-31, we're going to read that because of the conditions of two different men's heart, one inherited eternal life after he died, and one went to hell. So I want to make sure that you understand the difference between the two and the reason why. Now, For the Bible scholars that are listening, I also want to point out that there were two Lazarus in the Bible, okay? The Lazarus that we're talking about today is not the Lazarus that is associated with uh, dying and being sick and raised for three days and being raised on the third day, which was Mary's brother Lazarus. But we're talking about a different Lazarus who was actually poor who was considered a beggar. So come on with me. I pray you got your your pens and your papers out. And excuse me for this little raspy voice. I'm actually uh, getting over a little common cold here. So I'm feeling much, much, much better. So please keep me in your prayers. So let's again turn to Luke chapter 16, 19 through 31, where it reads, We're reading from the New International Version. And it says the rich man and Lazarus. Verse 19 starts off by saying, There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. Verse 22 says, the time came when the beggar died. Okay, so this beggar has gone and died to be with the Lord. And we're kind of touching bases and I'm pointing out life after this life. Because this is a prime example in the Bible of what really happened to both people who died. It says, the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's sides. Now, Another verse reads that the angels carried uh, the beggar to Abraham's bosom. But today this verse reads Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. So both men has died. But the rich man in verse 23, it says in Hades where he was in torment. Hades is another word for hell. 
okay so this rich man was being tormented he looked up and he saw abraham far away with lazarus by his side and so i just want you before we even read further ponder a little bit about this in your heart ask yourself why did the rich man go to hades and was tormented and why did the poor man go into the bosom of abraham think about it for a moment okay now let's get back to the story it says here it says in hades where he was tormented he looked up and saw abraham far away with lazarus by his side 24 says so he called to him father abraham have pity on me and send lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in the water and cool my tongue because i am in agony in this fire so i want you to know number one for those that are listening who think hell is not real it's the real place okay prison is real and death is real hell is just as real okay secondly it was interesting how when he was alive (laughs) the rich man on earth he bypassed lazarus every single day not giving him food from his table because of the condition of his heart but then when he seen lazarus with abraham he calls out father abraham and the question is how did he know that he was considered father abraham it says have pity on me and send lazarus a poor man to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue he was in so much agony that he just wanted to him to dip his little finger in the water just to cool his tongue but in verse 25 it says but abraham replied son remember that in your lifetime now this is the reason abraham is speaking to him so that he can bring back the truth into remembrance to help him understand why he's down there being tormented and the reason why he says remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while lazarus received bad things but now he is comforted here and you are in agony it's amazing how god's kingdom is so different than an earthly kingdom so this is a warning for us to make sure that the good things that we receive on this earth, that we're not harboring those things for self-glory, self-glorification, because when we do, we can easily miss the mark of God. And so he used the good things that he received for himself only, forgetting those that were less than him. And remember God's word says, whatever you've done to me, you done it to the least of these. Who is the least of these? The poor man, the widow, the lame, the orphan, whomever, whom, whomever the Jesus says was the least of those among him. And it was usually those that were overlooked by society, like the poor. It was usually those who were crippled. It was usually those that everyday people would not, the beggar that everyday people would not want to associate themselves with because of shame, okay? And because they felt better than these people. So if you happen to see these people bypassing you, 
please don't toot your nose up because God was dealing with this man's heart. But the thing of this story is that before he could repent, it was too late because he had received the good things and he never repented. He says, Abraham says, but now he is comforted here, but you are in agony. In agony. In verse 26, he says, and besides all this, between us and you, great chasm has been set in place so that those who want to go from here to you cannot. Okay, so even those that want to go, they cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. So once you're so once you're there, you're there. And actually he's saying you have to be called to this place. If you're not called to this place, no one could ever enter into the gates of the heavenly realms. 27 says he answered, Then I beg you. Now this is still the rich man crying out. He says, Then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Now he said, come on now. I don't want them to experience the hell that I'm experiencing here. I don't want them to experience this torment. Please go and tell and warn my five brothers of what, what they need to do. He says in this text, he says, let him warn them so that they would not also come to this place of torment. And this is, as the body of Christ, we should be living in such a way that we're teaching and speaking God's truth. And we're also not just warning others, but we ourselves are being warned. And it says in verse 29, Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. That's why some people say do away with the Old Testament. But all of God's word is important, to be honest. The Old Testament as well as the New Testament. So you can't have one without the other. They both are entwined together. So Abraham replies to him saying that if they did not listen to the prophet, surely they're not going to listen to Moses. He says, no, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. And Abraham says this clearly. He said to him, if they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. So understand that even today, people who who doubt God's word, you don't believe the prophets. You don't believe that Jesus is the son of God. After this life, or even in the coming and the return of Christ, those who have rejected God's word and his truth will come to know. They will come to know. And this serves as a warning for those that are alive. Because after you're dead, that's it. You can't come back. Your soul cannot come back. So that's it. And and I pray that this was able to open up your eyes to help you see and understand life after this life. Because hell is real and it's a place that we would want not even our worst enemy to go that lake of fire is a real thing and I pray that we're all are living in such a way that our hearts are returning back to the Lord and that we're living striving every day to please the Lord we're not perfect but we're striving to be just like the Lord so I pray that this 
message was able to bless you. <laughs> Excuse me. And may you go and share God's word with somebody that you don't know. Testify. Do not be ashamed to share God's word and its truth. Because Jesus died for your sins so that you can be saved. And it's so important that we go and share God's word to others while we're here. And so I encourage you to keep reading. And may God bless you in Jesus' holy name. I pray. Amen.